You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So many of us feel stuck and unsure of how to make positive changes in life. Journaling is a proven way of keeping yourself on track and creating lasting change. The How I Quit Alcohol Playbook will take you through 365 days of gratitude, daily affirmation and loads of techniques to help you stay on track and head towards a clearer future. Head to the show notes or iquitalcohol.com.au to grab yourself a copy today. Are you sick of feeling controlled by alcohol? Do you want to drink less? Do you wake up on a Sunday morning feeling really anxious and full of regret? I'm Danny Carr and welcome to my podcast, How I Quit Alcohol. Hi and welcome back to How I Quit Alcohol. Today in the studio, I'm stoked to have my good mate and my hot cold therapy coach, Kathy Downing in, who's... Kathy's got a background in nursing. She's a health and fitness nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and as I said, yeah, she's my mate. She's my coach. She is an awesome human who's got so much knowledge, who um, is also my 100th guest. Woohoo! 100 and hi. <laughs> uh, 100. How are you, mate? I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, I'm just going to tell them. Go on. This is our second conversation yep. because Kathy did come in last week and we did a whole amazing podcast episode. Nailed it. We nailed, nailed it. it. And I didn't record it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and that was 99 and now I get to be 100. Yes. So now you are my 100, 100 guest. Yeah. So anyway, so welcome back. Thank you. Hopefully we do it just as good justice as what we did last week. Yes, here's hoping. Yeah. So the reason I wanted to get you in today, I mean, there's, I've been wanting to get you actually in for, for some time, but a lot of people hit me up and say, what's with the fucking ice bath? Yeah. <laughs> what is that all about? And so I thought, well, I, you know, I have talked about it a little bit on the podcast, um, but I thought who better to get in and really talk about it and really explain it properly than yourself. Yeah. So tell me how did you sort of get into this kind of world and, and into the ice bathing and and that kind of whole wellness. Okay. Thing? Well, I guess I've been in the health and fitness industry since I was probably about 19 and I've just been getting 
basically nerdier and nerdier about it ever since. Um, I did very much mainstream early on and um, obviously went into, I've been a personal trainer and a massage therapist and then went into nursing, did my um, Bachelor of Nursing about 12 years ago, did very much sort of the mainstream health, although I did go into mental health because I didn't really resonate with like the hospital system. So yeah, I did community and um, inpatient acute mental health work Um, and that really opened my eyes up to a lot of the world that I hadn't seen and how important mental health is in the big scheme of things. I think it's it's always come secondary to mainstream medicine Um, and I've always had a belief that it really should be the umbrella that everything else sits under because if we sort out our mental health then everything else generally sorts itself out and so many chronic diseases as a result of a lot of it is stress which is you know anxiety depression all of those sorts of things sure and addiction and addiction and Mm. all of those yeah and all of Mm. those things lead to addiction as well so it's Mm. it's um I just realized the power of the mind I guess the more that I've done in this area the more I've realized the importance of mental health yeah um and then I went into um with my nursing after mental health I went into chronic disease management And then that just really solidified what I already believed. Well, it's interesting because Gabo Mate talks about this new form of medicine, which is this whole link between your mental health, your mental state, your hormonal state and your physical state and how they all kind of like a triangle. And I cannot remember the term for it. I should have looked it up before we We came We said this last time. (laughs) Um, But there is a term for it and it's in his book, The Body Says No, Mm. which is an amazing book. And he talks about this, the link between stress in the body yep. and how that then manifests in either addiction or in totally. chronic illness. Yep. Well, I did that book about 10 years ago myself. And oh, I you was, read that book yeah, 10 years ago? Yeah, I did the audio and I was just blown away by it. Oh, it's so and that, that probably got me really onto that journey, exactly what you're talking about as well. It was one of the first that I did. Mm-hmm. And then another one, um, Mind Over Medicine mm-hmm. by Dr. Lisa Rankin. That was another one. And then, of course, you know, going along with you know, the power of now, Wayne Dyer and all of those guys, you know, sort of just. It's like one thing leads to the other. See, I was more like starting with Wayne and that really spiritual stuff and then, you know, going down the line. But I think the more you open yourself to this kind of stuff. Absolutely. You discover more and more things. Yeah. You you know, one thing leads to another. But one thing that Gabor says in that book is that if someone comes to him, even if it was like he's a a medical doctor, he's a GP, Mm. and if someone was to come to him, even with say like a sore knee, um, that if they came to him for a sore knee or mm. some other you know, something else once, yep. okay, yep, fix this. But if they were to keep coming back with the same thing, he would then start to ask the more emotional yes. questions, like what's Absolutely. actually going on. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah, and Louise Hay does the same thing. Um, yeah. And that's what Lisa Rankin does too. She actually quit mainstream medicine. She was coming came from a whole medical family and, yeah, she ended up, like yeah, leaving all that behind and and coming from that same angle as Gabor and Louise Hay and mm-hmm. yeah, and it's um and she said that she could cure like but well basically figure out what people's problems were just based on how they presented emotionally. Well, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, we've got a doctor down here at Ocean Shores. Um, his name's Dr. Marcus Hewitson, who's a functional medicine doctor, and so that's that kind of medicine where they don't they don't get you in for fifteen minutes and out and bulk bill it. It's like yeah. real expensive, but they sit with you for about an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. 
And they look at everything. And they get to the root cause of it rather than putting a Band-Aid on it. Right, because that's what the medical system has been built on. It's yeah. like slapping a Band-Aid on a symptom yeah. rather than getting to the cause. 100%. And it's the same thing with dealing with addiction. It's like yep. the alcohol is just a symptom yep. of a bigger cause, like the root. There's yep. something there that you got to try and get to the bottom of to yeah. figure out why I have this dysfunction exactly. with drinking. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so the, I mean... What I love about you and your house (laughs) (laughs) and all your toys is they're just like this sort of wonderland. I I started going to you first initially through one of my coaching clients. Um, She told me about you and I was like, oh my God, I've got to check this woman out. And I went for the float tank. The float tank was amazing. And I remember getting in it though for the first time and it's like a big cocoon really. And then you're in all that kind of, it's magnesium, right? Yeah. And so you float. And there's no sound and it's all dark. Yep. And I remember first getting a little anxious yep. at the start and going, oh, fuck, what, can I breathe? Can I breathe in here? Yeah. <laughs> I think I asked you. Yep. Yeah. And so exactly. I had to really kind of work with my my mind yes. to slow down and remember that I was okay. And yes. I think you had told me that. Yeah. Um, and it's just such a beautiful space to be in because life is just so hectic and so mm-hmm. in our face all the time. We've just got so much going in and to be able to go into the float tank, grab hold of that handle on the inside and pull the lid down and you just shut the whole world out. And it's that like hour or however long you're in there for Mm. of just peace and quiet and solitude. And it's a chance to really just reset your whole system it is just heaven yeah it is so beautiful it's amazing I've had um I don't know if I'm allowed to say this on here but you can always cut it out if I'm not but um I've had people come out going oh my god that was better than an orgasm (laughs) (laughs) what sort of orgasms they're having I know right but anyway (laughs) I really relaxing one yeah this person was this they went up into another world they said they just like transcended where you know this this universe and just went off on it on an absolute trip so maybe it really was so yeah, yeah. and everyone has different experiences everyone does like I've had yeah. sometimes I've cried mm. through my sessions in there yeah I've other times fallen asleep for the whole time yeah one thing I'll really work with my breath in there so yeah. I'll really work on like box breath so in yeah. for four hold for four out for four oh, hold for yeah. four and just yeah. do that really long and slow yep. in there. And if I have that thing to focus on, then I just go into this bliss yes. land. Yep. Yeah, I sleep in there regularly. You sleep in there too, yeah. yeah. I wonder what, I wonder if you could do a whole night in a float tank. Yeah, could I wonder. You? I don't know, maybe. Tell me some of the health benefits of the of the float tank. The float tank. So there's, um, there's quite a few different sort of levels. Obviously, it's got 400 kilos of magnesium in there. So mm-hmm. um, it's, it's like the Dead Sea. So you've got all the benefits of magnesium. Mm-hmm. So that's... Um, Um, you know, reducing inflammation, it's helping with nerve conduction. And then of course you're completely weightless. So Mm -hmm. it's not often that we get to be in a completely weightless, Mm -hmm. gravity free Mm -hmm. situation. And then of course it's mentally, it's just giving your brain a break. So it's sensory deprivation is Mm -hmm. what they call them, sensory deprivation tanks. And they just let us have a break really. Mm -hmm. So um, like you said, sometimes you go in there and your brain will be going a million miles an hour. I get to about the half an hour mark and and something in my brain just goes, okay, we give up. I've got a very busy mind, mm-hmm. <laughs> as you could imagine. So, yeah, it's it's not often – there's not very many places that I know that I can go where my brain will just switch off. 
Mm. And so, yeah, so it's good for your brain, your muscles, your whole skeletal system, Mm. um, your nervous system. There's pretty much not any system in your body that it's not good for. I absolutely love it. And I remember Mm. the first time I had a float session and I came home and I actually slept through. Yeah. And I'm not a huge sleeper. I only sleep about five to six hours a night and I'm up a lot. Like I go to the loo a lot during Mm. the night. It's super annoying. Um, That could be mouth breathing. Yeah, well, we could talk about that yeah. too, about the taping of the mouth and <laughs> yeah. how that improved my sleep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and so the, the first, I remember I just slept through and I said to Ash, oh my God, I mm. didn't even get up to go to the loo last night. I just slept yeah. so soundly. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. absolutely beautiful. Yeah, afternoon floats are the best. Oh, yeah. I love it. Absolutely yeah. love it. So that's, I mean, I love that. Amazing. And that was my first go-to. And then I'd, I'd noticed, I'd spied obviously on that and asked you about the ice, ice bath. bath yeah. And then you've got the hot bath next to it, which mm. is filled with magnesium. Magnesium also. as well. Yeah, not yeah. as much magnesium as in the um, the float tank, of course, but um, probably more than what you would put in a bath if you were going to have a, a magnesium bath at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so what I loved about that and I'll talk about my experience and then we can talk around Mm -hmm. that but when I first got in the cold in the cold bath I'm at fuck what the (laughs) fuck (laughs) and I'd done some you know I'd done a bit of Wim Hof breathing stuff and I'd gone and jumped into the at Hell's Hole there's a big um, bottom of the waterfall fall here it's fucking freezing getting in there a few times but this was different so it was like getting in the bath my whole body just went no get me the fuck out of here (laughs) And and then Kathy's standing there going, no, no. you're staying. <laughs> Breathe. <laughs> and this is what I love because this, I coach so many people on extending your exhale, yep. turning on your parasympathetic nervous system. Yes. And that's exactly what I needed to do yep. because my, my sympathetic, my fight or flight went on. Yep. It was like shivering. Oh, my God, this is too much. Get me out. And when you breathed me through it, when you yep. talked me through with my breath, the most amazing thing happened. I could feel my parasympathetic, so my rest and digest, kick into gear and then take over the show. And I just relaxed into it. Yeah. And then the it time flies. Amazing. And the time flew. Everybody gets in. Before they get in, they're like, oh, I reckon I'm only going to last like 10 seconds. And then I go, that's five minutes. And they go, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's now, really good. And now I don't think I could have done it if you weren't coaching me. Like yeah. if I had have been doing it on my own, I don't yep. think. I'm, I'm. Yeah, that I don't think I would have made it. It's definitely a lot harder. Yeah, but talk talk about that, about that, you know, what's so great about, mm. I mean, I've got my own theories on what, what I love about it. But Yeah, yeah. yeah. so we live in, in a, such a controlled environment as far as our comfort zone goes. So we've made our bubble so small that when it's cold, we put on lots of clothes and we put on a heater and when it's hot, we put right. on an air conditioner and we're just constantly trying to make our environment as comfortable as we possibly can, which means that we're never, we're never pushing ourselves. We're never, I guess, taking ourselves into a state where we can be stressed on, on a a day-to-day basis. That's a healthy way of being stressed. So we're designed to be able to adapt to different situations, Mm -hmm. but the things that, that help us to adapt in a really healthy way, we take those away and we replace those by these stressful situations with people at work, you know, all these sorts of the, the, just the environment that we live in these days. So we made it, we've made our, our coping bubble so small that when we do have to deal with, with big stresses out in the world, mm-hmm. we're just not, we don't cope. That's so right. We, we end go to up, drink or overeat. Yeah, or... We, we end up employing other mechanisms, other coping strategies that aren't healthy. 
Mm-hmm. So like exactly what you just said. So we eat unhealthy food. We we drink. We um, gamble. Gamble. Yeah. There's so many, so many unhealthy, healthy things that we do. Netflix. I think yeah, what we do binging, is we distract, yeah. right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, um, ben Schiller, my friend and, and who's studying masters in psychology at the moment, he did a session with my group, one my grad's group, but he said alcoholics and sorry to alcoholics that, list, that are listening to this or people addiction problems, hate discomfort. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and that's I'm probably going to get a whole lot of hate mail about that, but yeah. And but it's not, it's not a, um, yeah, it's, and it's not a slight on on people. Like I think that a lot of mm. people do are not happy in a in an uncomfortable situation. So we look to get out of it, right? Absolutely. And we go to externals and whatever the easiest thing is to do. Um, mm. So the whole idea of um, of the ice bath is that it's it's basically just a tool. Like there are so many different tools you can use. Breathwork is a tool. Um, the ice bath is a tool. There's all sorts of different things. So this particular tool is basically we we put ourselves in a situation that's really uncomfortable that everything in our body and mind is saying do not do this this is ridiculous get out of here mm-hmm. um and what that does is it it actually triggers our sympathetic nervous system to that's to, our fight or flight that's our fight or flight mm-hmm. yep our fight or fight flight freeze or dissociate dissociate mm-hmm. it triggers that and that's our amygdala our crazy little hyperactive amygdala that controls our sympathetic nervous system mm-hmm. it starts freaking out and having a tantrum and um and it's it's telling us to get out of there mm-hmm. and so the only way that we can actually calm our amygdala down is through we can't reason with it it's not rational it's like trying to have a have a rational conversation with a, a child in the middle of a tantrum that's throwing themselves on the floor and thrashing in around in coals yeah <laughs> when all you see m&ms and you're like you're not having them <laughs> exactly so that's what what trying to negotiate with your amygdala is like mm-hmm. so rather than trying to negotiate we then use other tools such as breath this is what's mostly what i would use to really calm um, our system down mm-hmm. so and it's been scientifically shown that through breath work using box breath longer out breaths sitting at the bottom of your breath is a beautiful one it's my all-time favorite mm-hmm. Um, that calms our, our amygdala down and it brings our blood pressure down. It brings our heart rate down and those physical signals tell our brain that we're actually okay. Mm. So we go from feeling like all tense and, and just panicky because it is, it's a panicky feeling when you get in and, and your nervous system doesn't know the difference between, um, a lion chasing you down the street or sitting in an ice bath. It's exactly the same physiological response. Or being at a social situation where you yeah, don't know anyone and 100%. you feel like, oh, my God, I don't know these people. They're talking about me. Yeah. They don't know, like, I don't know what I'm, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't know what to say right now. Exactly. And that's where I guess a lot of people would then, you know, go reach for a drink to be able to dull the nervous system down. Right. So rather than um, than using that as as a tool, because that's a tool as well, we can do things like using putting ourselves in a stressful situation that we can then control. So yeah. we can then use other tools to then control that situation and we can speak to our nervous system and say, hey, it's okay. You're not going to die. We're only in here for however long. Like I usually do up to five minutes, but it depends on the person and the temperature. Um, so it does all vary. And the the whole body starts to realize that being cold isn't bad. 
So, and as you, as you do it more, like even getting dressed, you know, you get changed in winter and you've got to get in the shower and you get all tense when you take your clothes off to get in the water and, mm-hmm. and then getting out again, out of the shower and you know, you're going to get cold again. It's just relaxing into that and going, it's okay. I actually don't have to tense up. This is, it's, it's not, it's neither here nor there. It just is. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of being able to sit in a bath of icy cold water, which oh, sounds horrible, but it just makes you feel amazing. Um, and it just so much circulation, um, circulating oxygen gets sent to your brain and your heart and all your vital organs while you're sitting in there that everything gets supercharged as well. So mm. that sense of clarity, you know, that clarity I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, where you, you go in there feeling a bit brain foggy and then you sit in the ice bath and all of a sudden it's like someone's turned the lights on mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, yeah. everything's so clear. So yeah. Honestly, I could start crying. I know. It's because it <laughs> makes me so... It is such a beautiful thing to do, mm. even though it sounds revolting. Yeah. And it is. Like when I first yeah. get in every time, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing this yeah. for? But when I leave, when yeah. I finish, I'm just, I feel so amazing. And yeah. I feel so amazing when I'm in there and I do get that, that parasympathetic nervous system kicks in yeah. and I relax into it. Yeah. Which sometimes, by the way, for those listening, it doesn't, you might relax for a bit. And then you might start to get the Tense shivers again. again. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a bit like almost um, labor, yeah. like being yeah. in labor. It's like it ooh, up, down. Yeah. Um, but you get control again. Yeah. So you are starting to realize that I can I, yeah. sit in discomfort. I yeah. can be uncomfortable and I will be okay. And yeah. I have got tools yeah. to help me through. And, oh, yeah. my God, if, you know, people listening, just knowing that you've got some tools on your side and it's yeah. so simple. It's in you. Yeah. It's, in, it's just yeah. It's the what keeps you alive, it's your breath. Yeah. And it gives oh, you it gives you amazing. um that feeling of um having some control and power over yourself and your life that I think mm. we let go of our own um self power so much. We give it away all the time. Oh my god, yes, I've got goosebumps. Yeah, so have I. <laughs> and this is just one of those tools where you can walk away and you go, Yes, I just nailed that. I did that. Nobody yeah. else did it, I did it. Yeah. And it was hard. 100%. But I did it. And so many other people go, oh, I couldn't do that. And you're like, I did it. <laughs> yeah, and I did it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, and it's a big thing to overcome. It you is. Know, it's, it's huge. Yeah. I even took um, our daughter, Sunny. Yeah. We did a session, me and Sunny and Ash. And that was fantastic. And Sunny, yeah. she's my, my our eldest. She's 13. And it was great for her. Like, she was amazing. She was really good. And she's yeah. a funny kid. Like she loves a challenge. But she, you know, she's a typical teenager. Can be a bit of an ass face sometimes. <laughs> <Can't help. laughs> and it was really great for her. Mm. And also to see Ash and I in there doing it and being rock solid and yeah. doing it. And then I think she felt like, right. Yeah. And, but the fact that you were there. Yeah. Like if, if, if it had been Ash and I getting her in the swimming pool out the back, she would have been like, no. Nah. Nah. But yeah. now she's done that and it gave her a sense of accomplishment Absolutely. And, and when she did first get in, she got the same reaction everyone else did of, oh, my God, and that like really fast breathing and that, you know, freaking out a little bit mm. and just talking her through it. Um, she relaxed in no time to the point that she looked like when she was in the ice bath, she was sitting in a hot bath. I know. I was actually, when I came out, I was just like, yeah. what the hell? She's just laying, laying back, back there like yeah, with her totally. arms up. She's having a lovely yeah. time. Going under the water. Yeah. yeah. I'd really she recommend this, you know, yeah. doing that kind of practice, the hot cold therapy with, with your teenagers, yeah. because I think it's such a beautiful and yeah. bonding exercise. A hundred percent. It's such a, it's a really healthy way. Like you said, that you guys were modeling that 
to her. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's no way the kids want to be outdone by their parents either. <laughs> Not a chance. Which is always good fun. But you were saying just before about um, how just before you're going to get in the bath, it's always hard. Mm. And it is always hard. Mm-hmm. And But what happens in that process, which is um, really important, is that you get a release of dopamine and mm. epinephrine and norepinephrine. So they're our stress hormones, but they're good stress hormones. We mm. actually, they're really, really important. They're the things that get us out of bed and get us off the couch and get us motivated to do the things that we need to do. Mm. Um, so, And they found through um, studies that that never changes, that response. So mm. even Wim Hof, who is the absolute ice legend, mm. uh, he would still get that response before he steps into an ice bath. And mm. that's those walls that you were talking about that you come up against where it's, you start to shiver and you start to feel um, stressed again by the situation as you breathe through those. That, again, is that release of dopamine, epinephrine mm-hmm. and norepinephrine. They're the same things that we get from doing, like, our social media stuff. That's our gratification. That's what keeps us coming back. That's mm-hmm. the thing that we get addicted to. Mm-hmm. So by switching our addiction to something like this, mm. rather than by using those hormones to our advantage, rather than using them to to be sitting there scrolling through Instagram and hoping everybody's liked our posts. and <laughs> Oh, totally. Yeah, well, imagine doing this practice, like doing a hot mm. and cold therapy practice, so that's your weekend goal, rather than going yeah. and getting smashed. Oh, totally. You could say, right, I'm going to – and there's, they're everywhere now. Yeah. Like someone in my group, um, she found one down in Mildura and they're mm. called Cold and Conscious or Conscious and Cold oh, and cool. they've got one in Geelong, Mildura, and then somewhere else – I can't remember where their other one is, but, you know, and then like Ocean Shores, you know, the Northern Rivers, we've got yours and there's probably Mm. others around. And then there's loads in Melbourne that um, you've just got to Google it and and find out. The other thing is, if okay, let's say you can't access one. Let's say you can't access a hot cold therapy place. Yep. Yeah, so I, um, you actually asked me how I ended up in this this position yeah. earlier, and I kind of sort of got halfway there. Um, so when I first met my um, my partner, he had a sauna and a chest freezer. Mm-hmm. So, and um, I remember the first time um, he was so excited about getting me in there, and I said, um, I was like, oh god, I hate the cold because I always hated the cold. I don't hate the cold anymore. I actually mm. love the cold. Mm-hmm. I really look forward to it. Um, and he said it was, I don't know what he had his chest freezer at. It would have been probably less than five degrees, knowing him probably two degrees or something. And he said, oh, I'll just do two minutes, but you won't be able to do two minutes. It's okay. Just do whatever you can. And I tend to be a bit of a competitive person. <laughs> and I was like, hell, I'm going to do two minutes. I'll show you. And I did. I did my two minutes and he got out and he said, um, and he said, oh, didn't think you'd be able to do that because you're very determined, aren't you? I'm like, Yeah. And but I was like, wow, this is amazing. But the difference um, with that as well that um, we were using the sauna and the cold bath is that we've now got um, the, the the ice bath and the hot bath. So we use the sauna still too. So yeah. we start off with a sauna session, and again, that is also adapting to something that's outside our comfort zone. So yeah, after after I he introduced me to the ice bath, I just felt amazing. I couldn't believe it, but. What we were doing back then, this was um, probably about three and a half years ago, was we were um, using the sauna as as the hot part of the hot cold, and which is it's still good, it still works. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not quite as effective. Um, well, I guess it's effective on a different level, but I my preference is to go from um, from an ice bath to a hot bath. And as you know, you get those incredible tingles when you oh, go. I love that. Yeah, so you're getting that real. Um, 
when you've got the the water actually contacting your skin, mm. you're getting a much more of a like a temperature exchange, and mm-hmm. it seems to have a much stronger effect. Mm-hmm. So uh, you get a massive vasoconstriction, which is where your blood vessels all all become really small and contracted, mm-hmm. um, which is what pumps the um, blood to your all your organs and your brain and mm-hmm. that sort of thing, and then um, and away from your muscles because that's a survival that's a survival reaction from mm-hmm. your body. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we go into our parasympathetic nervous system we get that rest and digest we actually do start to encourage the blood to go back into the Mm -hmm. muscles Mm -hmm. Um, and then but then when we jump into the hot bath um, all of our blood vessels vasodilate so they all open up and they Mm. just like really push all the blood back towards the extremities um, because it's trying to warm us back up again Mm -hmm. and the quickest way to do that is send it to the skin and to the muscles and all that sort of stuff so um, it's like your um, circulatory system is playing gymnastics so So good yeah and it's yeah that the pins and needles that you get when you get into the hot bath that's such an addiction and it feels like this great big warm hug i reckon when you hop into the hot bath it really does and then it's like oh no now i've got to get back in the cold again (laughs) yeah it's like do i really have to do this yeah it's so good and it's good like my skin always feels amazing afterwards just the energy and the clarity that i have afterwards yeah there's just like endless you know um also this is obviously not medical advice by Mm. any stretch so i should probably also say that at the start but ash did a ice bath session just in a chest freezer with a guy Mm. who had really bad ms Mm. down the coast and when he was having like a a flare-up he found that if he got into the cold into the ice bath it really helped him with his walking and everything like that and his balance yeah yeah so so it would have been really reducing his inflammation and Mm -hmm. and also like really, it, it really does activate all of your systems mm-hmm. in your body. They have, have found through research, which I've just been nerding out on recently, mm-hmm. is that the hot cold actually stimulates, the, particularly in the ice bath, stimulates the, um, the conversion of white fat to brown fat. And that's basically, it looks brown because there's more mitochondria. And mitochondria are little powerhouses of our cells. Mm-hmm. So they, without our mitochondria, we wouldn't be able to do anything. So mm-hmm. they provide the energy for every cellular function in our body. Mm-hmm. So the more of them we have, the better. This is one of the reasons why people do weight training, to build muscle, to get more mitochondria. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much everything in health these days revolves around how can we make more mitochondria or how can we get our mitochondria to work more efficiently. Mm-hmm. And so um, hot cold therapy is one of the things that's been shown to really, really enhance that Mm. Um, and, um, like kids don't feel the cold, they predominantly Mm. have brown fat. So brown fat is really good for, it's an adaptation to prevent us from. I always thought brown fat was bad. No, so brown fat's actually good. Yeah. So So what's the flabby bits? The the flabby bits, the flabby bits there, um, can be from lack of muscle tone, but it can also be, so you've got all sorts of different types of fat. There's fats that surrounds our organs, which is a really unhealthy fat, but then we also need that fat to protect our organs as well. So, but it's a balance, it's a balancing act. But yeah, the the flabbiness often comes from you do have fat deposits, but it's also because the muscles underneath it aren't aren't toned, like they're not. You don't have mm-hmm. enough muscle there to prevent that f- sort of flabbiness. So this stuff like here around my, my back here <laughs> and on the top of my thighs. Yeah. So yeah. so the hot cold will actually help to um to shift that. I'm not seeing it go, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> That's because I haven't seen you over there for a while, Danny. <laughs> I know, I must get back. Yeah. Mm. It's easy though, isn't it, to let her have it slip. 
So yeah, it's mm-hmm. interesting that we say that. I know you have been doing some hot cold at home with Yeah, we've been we'd had done a few sessions at home here in the pool because mm-hmm. the pool's eight and a half yeah. degrees at the moment, which is doesn't sound that cold to people but that is really it's cold. freaking cold. Yeah. Um and then we just filled up the the bath with this huge big bath outside. So we filled that up with hot water. Yeah. I think we couldn't get into you a couple of times. Mm. So it, don't blame me. You're yeah. too busy. In fact, I don't even know why I'm getting you on this podcast because yeah. I'll never be able to get yeah, back no. in again. It's a very bad idea. Um, but you just need a permanent booking spot. I know. That's yeah. my spot. I've got a few people now that are doing that. Yeah, that's exactly what yeah. I need to do. Yeah. Exactly. I remember when Ash and I first came to you and I called you. You wanted the next to come day. every day. I'm like, can we set up some kind of like, can we do it every day for a while? And you're like, no. Yeah. And why couldn't we do that every day? It just at that point that you were at, it just would have been too stressful for your system. Um, mm-hmm. And I know, I know what you're like. You get very excited when you find something that you <laughs> like. I no. know, it's so weird. Um, <laughs> and look, I tend to be a bit the same. It's like you know, as much as possible. I'm learning as I get older that you know, you just got to you know, take things a bit slower sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, it is uh, stressful for your body. Absolutely, it does build your immune system, but initially uh, it can actually give you a little bit of a knock because your body is going through so much adaptation. But um, in the long term, it's amazing for your immune system. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've just got to take things slowly, and you just need to build up. Like I always sort of say to people, you know, if you want to do it more than a lot, of, I've got quite a lot of people doing it once a week, um, which is good. It's very beneficial. Um, I was going to say, what's the optimum amount? I guess it depends on the person. Like it's very different from person to person. Um, Like, I mean, probably, you know, the magic number of three. Everybody loves the threes. I do it. I I try to do it twice a week. Mm -hmm. Um, But even for me, I've got all the stuff there. And... There are, um, you know, but life gets in the way for me. But you as don't well. have a coach, <laughs> and I've got to tell you, it is it does make it really hard. Yeah. I use an app um, called Othership, which is really good if people are looking for a really really good app to use. Um, they're based in Toronto. They actually have a uh, wellness studio over in Toronto where they do hot cold and they do a lot of breath work, lots and lots mm-hmm. of breath work. So I will use their their little guided thingies on their app. Um, when I'm doing my hot cold, just, oh, that's cool. yeah, but I think the more often I do it, um, the easier I can just get in there and zone out and it is mm. really nice. But saying that as well, um, it does, you, you do still have to challenge yourself. It's like mm. exercise where, you know, you do the same exercise day in, day out. It's not hard anymore. It might be enjoyable, but it's your body's not adapting. So your body is always trying to find the path of least resistance. Oh, totally. <laughs> with everything. What's with that? I mean, oh, it's survival. Morning, every morning, I swear to God, every morning I have an internal <laughs> argument about whether or not yeah. I'm going to meditate. Yep. I've been meditating for years. Yep. And, and you know, often because sometimes it does get the better of me and then mm. it will take – but it's been really consistent now for quite a, yeah. you know, a year or so now. But even this morning, yep. it was like, just don't do it. Or just yep. lie down and do it. Yep. Don't sit up. No. Nah. Just don't do it. Yep. So I say to myself, Two, all right, fine. We'll, yep. we'll do it for two minutes. Yep. And then I always set the time and then for 15, once I'm there, I was like, yes. it's ridiculous. I did a this post on this on Insta the other day, this exact thing, because, yeah, I, um, I, have you, um, read in Mel Robbins five second rule? No. Oh, so that but one I know of it. crossed yeah. my path the other day. It's really good. It basically your, your brain, um, has like basically in within five seconds, it will completely sabotage any thoughts of doing anything good mm-hmm. <laughs> or anything where it requires motivation mm-hmm. so i did i i was um yeah, across the road from the beach and it's not exactly challenging but straight away as soon as i woke up 
I hesitated and mm-hmm. I do the beach every morning. I watch the sunrise. I think you do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then I throw myself in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And I particularly like it in winter, which is bizarre because you would never have got me a few years ago mm-hmm. getting in the water in winter, especially mm-hmm. in the morning. And um, my brain just, I couldn't, I, and I always write a little reflection when I get to the beach. And, and that particular morning, it was like the day before my brain and I had a conversation and we said, right, this is non-negotiable. And I did a post about the beach time being my non-negotiable time and asked people, you know, what's your non-negotiable time? Mm-hmm. And so that was mine. Makes me a much nicer person during the day if mm-hmm. I can do that in the morning. Mm-hmm. And um, even though we'd had this conversation, my brain and I, that morning I got up and it's like, oh, it's too cold. You may as well stay in bed. It's nice and warm in here. You didn't go to bed early enough. You're mm-hmm. tired. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's too hard. Like it's too far to walk across the road. <laughs> it's like, Really? we had this conversation we agreed that this was non-negotiable we need this but it still tried to talk me out of it and so that's where you can employ something like the five second rule to go okay i need to get myself out of bed five four three two one feet are on the floor once you're up Mm. then it's not so hard and if you're wanting to exercise in the morning making sure your shoes your socks and all your exercise clothes are laid out so the first thing you do is get out of bed put all that stuff on straight away that sends a message to your brain that this this is what we are doing Oh, totally. And then it gives up. Yeah, if I put, if I'm feeling sluggish, I put my active wear on. Absolutely. Get my little Lulu laminates yeah. and put my sneakers, <laughs> and um, and then I'm good. I'm out yes. the door and I'm going. But if I yeah. kind of sloth about in my yeah. jammies and get my you know fluffy jumper on, it's I'm not all going over. anywhere. Absolutely. And the habits that we we make when we first got out of bed, get out of bed in the morning, they're the things that are going to set the rest of our day. 100%. So just getting it like putting your active wear on and going, no, I'm committing to today, mm-hmm. that will then make you choose something healthy for breakfast, which will mm-hmm. then, um, you know, make you have your big glass of water, which is going to rehydrate you, which is then going to make you, you know, get out into the sunshine, which is going to recharge you even more. So good habits roll on to lead to more good habits. As soon as totally. we do the opposite, we stay in our pajamas and we be slothy, Mm-hmm. Then we choose something unhealthy to eat, which makes us more tired. And then we go, I'll just lay on the sit on the lounge for a while. And then we turn the TV on and we start scrolling on our phones and we just get more and more tired mm-hmm. and we get more and more stuck. So, um, yeah, so it's really choosing those, that, that first, I, I think that first probably five seconds of getting out of bed mm. is, is what will just decide what your day is going to look like. Yeah. I have my yoga mat down rolled out either sometimes at the foot of my bed or sometimes yeah. down in the kitchen near where I make my coffee in the morning. Yep. And so after I've done my meditation, I then slide either out of bed and just get straight onto the yoga mat. And I don't do a whole yoga practice. Mm. I just do a few cat cows, yeah. downward dogs. Sometimes I might do a sun salutation if I'm feeling energetic. Yeah. But even that's, that, just that bit of movement. That's my morning one too, the sun salutation. Yeah, just a nice stretch, yeah. you know, stretch the body. And it, yeah. it really gets you started. hundred percent. No, and you never regret doing anything good. So no. for everyone listening that doesn't isn't fortunate enough to live at the beach, <laughs> yeah. but you know, there's other things that you can do. You mm. can still, you know, get outside and go for a run, or go out and yeah. have a big walk, or yeah. just getting the morning sun. The morning sun is an absolute game changer for your yeah. sleep, for your mental health, for everything. Yeah, you can still set yourself yeah. up with yeah. a beautiful practice, and it doesn't totally. really matter where you live. No, you can do something that's good yeah. for you. Yeah, that's a good choice for you. Absolutely. And, you know, my my partner will be listening to this and he'll be like, this is what I tell you to do every day. <laughs> he's always says to me, just go to the beach where you're a nicer person when you do. Or, you know, just uh, he's an inside person. He he has his inside routine and mm-hmm. he's very, um, very rigid with that routine. And he mm-hmm. likes to know that everything is exactly where it needs to be. Um, 
like you said you do with your yoga mat you have that out ready to go because mm-hmm. the less many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plushcare. Plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Decisions that you have to make in the morning, mm-hmm. the easier it is. And, um, and yeah, so he actually, I will acknowledge that he, he pushes me to have a morning routine because naturally I'm not a morning, I'm not a routine person. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will prioritize, um, other things that, that are not working to make me the best version of myself. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll quite often, as mums, we do tend to, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's lots of dads out here that do the same thing, but I know as, as mums, we do tend to put everybody else first. Like the kids, like there's always something, there's always something that's got to be done. Mm-hmm. Um, but the most important thing, it's like that, that whole, the analogy of putting your oxygen mask on first. If, yeah. if we don't do that for ourselves, if we don't prioritize self-care, we're really not any use to anybody else. And yeah. that's one thing that um, I must say I'm really grateful for with my partner is that he really, really prioritizes that. And he says to me, if I don't do my morning routine, um, I'm not a good human for the rest of the day. Yeah. And so he's been a great teacher for me as well. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, he got me into the hot cold and, uh, and yeah, eternally grateful for that. Which he used, he's also into that stuff too from, through his own journey with giving up alcohol. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, I'm going to hopefully get him on the podcast. Yeah, we're still trying to talk him into that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, and it is absolute essential non-negotiable for him to have yeah. that morning routine and to use the hot cold and, um, and the float tank and, all the other toys we've got the red lights and the PMF mat and yeah, you guys are, <laughs> all the toys. I'll tell you what, if anyone out there listening wants to start a business, do that because then you oh, get all these toys. I know, and then you get to use them. Yeah, um, you get to make some money on the side. Yeah, it's an awesome, yeah, awesome thing exactly, to do. Exactly. So, um, so yeah, so that's that, uh, and movement is a big part of his morning routine as well. I was like just, said. yeah, absolutely. My morning routine goes for about two hours. So does his. Yeah, and it's yeah. not negotiable. Like, what time do you get up in the morning? Usually four. Wow, he gets up at five. Mm-hmm. Five thirty is my. I'm a morning person though too, yeah. and so I always kind of have been. Yeah, and it also helps that I'm not big into. I'm not a huge sleeper, <laughs> but it's not negotiable. Like I have yeah. to fill my cup, and even if I do yeah. sleep in, I'll still meditate if that's the only thing I can do. Five minutes, and then a bit of stretching. Yeah, yeah. and you know, I'll maybe get to you know I'll get to a walk or the sun. You know, mm. may not always get the sunrise if that has happened, but. It has to be non-negotiable and yeah. it's, it's especially with the work I do and, and you as well. Yeah. Like when you're giving to people constantly, yeah. Yeah. you have to fill your cup. And so totally. that doesn't just mean for coaches and, and therapists um, yeah. either. That can just be for parents. Yeah. Um, 
yeah. pretty much any job really you Absolutely. are giving of yourself and Absolutely. you yeah. have to fill your cup yeah. and so many people like if i if someone's having a slip up or they've they've um having a re- they've relapsed and they've gone back to drinking how's your morning routine going oh, it's yeah. not and you have to prioritize yourself yeah. if you're stressed if you've got a stressful job or if you're stressed yeah. I know it doesn't you want to go for the alcohol or you want to go for something else, maybe Netflix binging. Mm. But honestly, if you could get your shoes off and get out into nature yeah. or book in for a massage or yeah. it it costs nothing to go and meditate. It costs totally nothing to go for a walk. It, to, yeah. it costs nothing to go Yeah. even go have a cold shower. That's one of the best state changes. Absolutely. And, it, and again, talking about yeah. this stuff too, you can have a cold shower yeah. every month. That's actually how we started. Yep. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The cold shower is enough to to um, elicit that same response. As yeah. um, yeah, and you just uh, obviously the shower doesn't get. Although in winter it feels like it gets that cold, especially the shower. Totally, by the beach. yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, starting with a hot shower because quite often it is hard to get into a cold shower. Do mm-hmm. your stuff, and then just switch. Stay under the water because mm-hmm. if you step out, it's really hard to step back in. Yeah. Um, stay under the water and just flick it to cold and just. Mm-hmm you'll get that instant mm-hmm. breath, mm-hmm. Uh, which is exactly what happens in the ice bath. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all you've got to do is just then calm that breath down, mm-hmm. lengthen it, do the box breath like you said, mm-hmm. and then lengthen that out breath and then just let go and just let all your muscles relax standing under that cold water. Mm-hmm. Um, just getting to that point where you can actually stand relaxed under a cold water shower, especially in the middle of winter, you've basically done the same thing as if you were sitting in an ice bath. Oh, and you feel incredible. Oh, yeah. And it closes up all the pores in your skin. It's yeah. good for your hair. It's good it makes your hair, hair shiny. It's does. good for so many things. Yeah. I mean, and that's, for me, that's a cup filler. Absolutely. And it well. really, um, the other thing that it does, which, look, I think um, we're just under so much pressure and stress just all the time these mm. days that it wears us down and we just start to feel physically and mentally weak. Mm-hmm. By doing practices like this, it really strengthens us. It strengthens us physically and mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things, like I do some movement training with people, but it's always based on I, I try to do as much functional movement as possible with people and um, really working on um, having that strength in your muscles where you feel like you can easily get up off the floor or you can mm-hmm. like pick things up easily and carry things mm-hmm. around. And Because if we feel physically strong, we feel mentally strong. Yep. And um, and that's half the battle. Mm. Um, so anything that we can do physically that helps us to feel more mentally strong yeah. um, is going to make day-to-day life so much easier because it's really building on our on our, what I call grit. Yeah. So, And if yeah. we can be, get a bit grittier, then all those little things that would normally irritate us don't anymore. Oh, absolutely. Mm. And if you can learn to sit in, a, in an ice bath... Yeah. <laughs> And smile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not going. Yeah, you're not going to be so irritated by the little things Absolutely. that show up in yeah. life. So, honestly, I know probably a lot of people listening thinking, "What the actual fuck?" But <laughs> crazy people give it a go. And like yeah. I say, like you don't have to fork out money. You can just go to your own bathroom. Yeah. Absolutely. Get into a cold shower. And you do a practice like this regularly. It um, when you come across sort of stressful situations, mm. instead of reacting to that situation, you've learned how to respond to a stressful stressful situation. Yep. Uh, one of my clients who comes weekly, uh, religiously, he actually said to me after probably only about three weeks of coming that um, he'd noticed in his meetings, which he had a lot of meetings around his own business, mm-hmm. um, which he was often found quite stressful and would get annoyed with, you know, people or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that he said he just felt so much calmer and so much more in control of that situation and yeah. 
felt like he was able to kind of step back and just respond. It gave him that that time in his brain to be able to just, yeah, respond in a really um, healthy way. It's just, it's so amazing. Yeah, and and parenting, it does wonders for parenting. (laughs) Yeah, and partnering. And partnering, absolutely. Adulting. All of the stuff. All that stuff, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I just, I love it so much. And one of my tools that I use when I get into the cold too is to hum. Yes. And I know when I went with with Lissy Turner, her and I went in and had a session there at your place. Such a great thing to do with your friends. Totally. Um, She was chanting. It was so beautiful. So beautiful. I didn't have to do anything that day. I just sat back and listened to you guys. It was so nice. Yeah, so nice. And yeah, Mm. I like to hum. And when I went, my sister-in-law and I went recently Mm. to yours and she adopted the humming as well. And that was really, really nice. Yeah. I've got a few people that, um, that, yeah, really like the the sound because you get that vibration through your system, which really calms the vagus nerve as well. Yeah. So, so how long have people, I mean, obviously Wim, Wim Hof mm. for me, that's when I became aware and, and Wim Hof, if you don't know who we're talking about, Google him because he's got some, he's the ice man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also got some great, he's great, his breath technique, which you can do, you can just YouTube it and you can pick yeah. kind of how long you can you download his app as well he's got an interactive mm. breathing section in the app you yep. can do it guided or unguided there's a um, retention timer which is what I use yep. now because I like to just do it myself and I can keep track of what I'm doing because I do like things to be quantitative where possible so it's a bit more nerd motivational <laughs> totally nerdy um, <laughs> and, yeah but then I look at the calendar I'm like oh I haven't done one this week so were people doing it before I knew athletes would do ice baths no. yeah my my in-laws are all like high level high level soccer players and they mm. would get in ice baths and I remember a friend of mine who played for Hawthorne same thing so yeah. obviously this kind of practice has been going on for a while I've got a question and it's funny I asked you this last week and huh. I've got a message here from Joe because I asked some people to send through some messages if they had any questions and this is exactly the same thing I asked you this last week why don't people die when they get into the ice bath just like you know, if you were to fall into an iced lake, yeah, you have the hypothermia and your heart stops. You have a cardiac yeah. arrest. So why? Yeah, ex- there's there's probably a couple of levels. Thanks, Joe. Good question. Yeah, <laughs> there's probably a couple of levels for this one. One would be temperature. Like a frozen lake would be colder than what the ice bath is. The amount of time that you're in there. Like I think the Atlantic. They did studies like way way back in the in the war the uh, second world war where they actually wanted to know how long they had before um to rescue like fighter pilots if they went into the atlantic ocean before they would actually be dead Mm -hmm. and i think they worked out it was about four minutes so i imagine the atlantic ocean would be down to yeah like one degree something Mm -hmm. so also it's a panic thing as well so um, people will often go into shock so if you fall into a frozen lake it's an, it's not a situation that you can control or you would naturally be able to control. So it is, and I guess like, again, it depends on how long you're in there, whether you can get dry afterwards. Because Wim Hof stays in there for like, what's, yeah. how long does he stay in there? Well, he, his record, I believe is 80 minutes and they had him all linked up to, to electrodes and all that sort of thing, but he slows everything down. So it's like the monks that almost appear to be dead when they're, yeah. they slowed their entire system down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can actually like, they have like frozen, like, you know, the cryogenics thing where they've frozen people and then, you know, been able Wake to. Wake them up again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I guess it's as long as that person can use their mind to be able to calm their system down, keep their blood pressure and their heart rate low. Because one of the problems with being thrown into like icy water is that 
because the instant the circulation being redirected, people can actually have a, have an aneurysm in their brain. Like a, a, So why don't I have an aneurysm when I get into the bath at your place? Uh, <laughs> because we're not doing it that cold. And also um, you're totally prepared for it. So you're going in there and you're calming your system down straight away. So you're, mm-hmm. we're bringing your heart rate down. We're bringing your, you know, I let you go in there and take a couple of deep panic breaths, like all mm-hmm. of them, and then just slowly bring that down. And also like to start with, your your head is out of the water as well. So whereas if you like fell into an ocean or into a, like an ice, icy lake, you would, your whole head and everything would go under the water so, right as well. yeah 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 although so, i do put the head under at the end at now. the end yeah <laughs> so so we can call out call our core down a reasonable amount before um we'll go into shock or into hypothermia so uh we just make sure that we don't kind of get to that point i guess and then you're getting out and then going into the hot water and then so you do have to be careful with it absolutely so you have to be able to have the capacity to warm your body back up again afterwards yeah and it's like what you were saying that you always check in with people where they're at first. So I know that when I went with another friend, she just had her COVID vaccines Mm -hmm. and I had just had COVID. Yeah. And so you didn't let us go too cold. I I kept the bath warmer and I didn't let you go for too long. And and we do, we always check in and how are you feeling and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, so it is important to listen to your body and to be communicating that if you, you know, with other people, it is something that I would recommend that you do with somebody else around, like, um, especially if it's not if you're not experienced with it, yeah. So because I mean there is a there with every as with anything there is an element of risk, mm-hmm. um, and ideally like look there's different ways that you can do hot cold as well, where you can finish on the cold and let your body heat back up naturally, which is really good for really firing up your metabolism and that mm-hmm. you know that internal fire, mm-hmm. um, which is great for. Um, for weight loss for the mitochondria that I was talking about building before. For the back fat. Yeah, for back fat. (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) we like have different amounts of fat cells in all different parts of our body. And uh, yeah, and it gets harder (laughs) as we get older. It really does. Yeah. Oh my God, it does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So some people I end, I will end on cold and other people I will end on hot. So if someone's got an autoimmune condition, I always get them to finish on hot because it's just it is stressful for their system um until they've got that that strength to be able to finish on cold uh if someone's feeling psychologically um should we say tender or um Mm -hmm. fragile Mm -hmm. um i will often finish them on hot but get them to splash the cold water on their face and just put their hands and arms Mm. in at the end so and like when you were recovering from covid i think i would have done that with you Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to yeah splash the water on your face because you still get that cold reaction from that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also don't want to stress the body out too much. Yeah, so exactly. It's a balance, and that's why it's great to actually go to someone that knows what they're doing. Yeah, I think that makes a huge big difference. Yeah, yeah. This is not related to the cold, but there's another question which yeah. I thought that you might be able to answer. This is from Patty, and she said, "Hi, Danny. I love your podcast and have listened to nearly all of them." Thank you for providing these and provoking thought into daily habits. I would love some of your podcast recommendations for further self-growth on all things meditation, breathwork, and mindfulness. What do you love to listen to? <laughs> I thought that might be a good one for you because I, what pod, I mean, I listen, I listen to a lot of Michael Singer and Oprah and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. Wayne Dyer. Um, what you must listen to some good breath worky stuff and mindfulness stuff. Yeah, look at the moment. What am I do? I I do love Rich Roll. Um, the Rich Roll. Yeah, yes. I do love Rich. Um, and I'm um obviously nerd out on Huberman. 
but he's who Huberman Andrew Huberman has he got a podcast yes mm-hmm. yeah he's a great and he's got an awesome one if you really want to delve in deeper than what we have on um on the hot cold so he did one not long ago um, oh awesome yeah really really good so they he does tend to he's uh neuroscience I think at one of the universities mm-hmm. and he he does dive quite quite technically deep into some of mm-hmm. his podcasts but that one was a really good one as far as um explaining a lot of what goes on mm-hmm. who else am i listening to at the moment it's get... a big great question to ask everyone that comes on what yeah other podcasts do you listen yeah. to? and i do a lot of audiobooks as well so um... same one thing i'll i'll say this to patty now is yeah. that the the book breath oh breath yeah great Oh my God, James yeah. Nestor. I've mentioned yeah. it a few times on this podcast, yeah. but that's a brilliant book. Absolutely, yeah. Look, and one of the one of the absolute takeaways that I got from that one, which I'm now employing with everyone in the in the um, ice bath, um, is imagining that you have a feather sitting underneath your nose, and yeah, and then um, uh, talk about that. Yes, yeah. So in the in the book, he talks about how they that's a technique that soldiers use, like um like SAS and like those really high level soldiers that go into those really um, stressful situations is they actually test them with a real feather and they have to be able to, in a really um, stressful situation, be able to breathe in and out without the feather moving. Oh, my God. Let's do this now because yeah. actually I did We it. did this, didn't we? We did this time. last week and then uh, funny because I've been getting Ash and the girls, we do a little meditation at night time and I said, try mm. this one. And Ash was like, yeah. it's really, <laughs> really frustrating. Yeah. And, and the and kids it, really liked it. Yes, and it can actually um, it can actually make you feel a little bit panicky. So, yeah, because yeah, yeah. Yeah, he talks about the importance of nose breathing, if mm-hmm, you remember, and, mm-hmm. um, and during exercise as well. And so mm-hmm. I've been trying that one as well. Yeah, and we've been jogging to the wall, oh, you? It's breathing through the nose. Yeah, yeah. And, and trying to keep your breath relaxed while you do it. Mm-hmm. And if you can, like you don't even feel tired when yeah. you're doing it. It's an amazing technique. But I noticed when I first did it, I, I got really quite panicky. Like mm. I felt like I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to suffer. I'm in control of my breath. I can mm-hmm. breathe any way I want any time. But mm-hmm. It's funny what it does to our to our brain, but so yes, this really slow in out breath is. Let's do that now, do just for a couple. So if you're driving, obviously, please don't do this. But if you so just, funny, I do it in my car. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe keep your eyes because yeah. every time I do keep something, open. breath or meditation, I always shut my eyes. Yeah. So keep your eyes open. Um, you lead it, Kathy, just for a couple of two rounds. Yeah. Okay. So just going to breathe in through the nose, just letting the air just really float in through your nose. So if there's a feather sitting under your nose. So imagining there's a feather. Yeah, imagine that you've got a feather under your nose. And as you're breathing in, just try not to let the feather move at all. So it's a really slow, controlled in-breath. And it's not even, you're not even actually breathing in. You're just letting the air just naturally just come in, just floats in. And then when you feel you get to the top of your breath, then you have to let the air out. And again, you're not pushing the air out. You're just letting the air go, just letting it leave your body. And as it comes out, just visualize that that feather is not moving. It's just staying perfectly still all the way to the bottom of the breath. And when you get to the bottom of the breath, you can sit there for a moment. And then when you're ready, just let the breath slowly come back in again. Oh, my God, that's so hard. <laughs> it is. It's really hard. But it's the, it's the not... Mm not trying to breathe like breathing is something that will happen naturally and when you're really relaxed you feel like you're actually not breathing mm. so and he says that we chronically over breathe and so mm-hmm. we're actually keeping our, our co2 levels so low mm. that we're not getting the oxygen exchange that we need in our 
in our system. Mm-hmm. So by really extending the in and the out breath, particularly the out breath, it allows the CO2 to build up, which mm-hmm. then triggers the, the oxygen exchange. And it, you're, you actually your body grabs onto more, more oxygen, oxygen molecules. Mm. And if we don't blow off the CO2 and actually really empty those cells as they come around to our lungs, mm-hmm. there's no space for them to actually take up the oxygen. Mm-hmm. So you just your whole res- respiratory respiration is just it's, it becomes inefficient. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, by really making that, um, I think he says five breaths a minute is optimal. Five five point five breaths per minute. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, which if you try to do that, it's it's actually really hard. Like most of us are anywhere between ten and sixteen breaths a minute. That's a lot. Of stuff, yeah. yeah. So we like that's like massively chronically overbreathing, and so. By, by really extending the, the in and the out breath, we're giving the body so much more time to exchange for that gas exchange. Yeah. And so. even listening now, you could just slow your breath right yeah. down. Like even, I mean, my I love to do in for four and out for yeah. eight and then work yeah. on that. So if you're breathing in for four yeah. and then out for eight yeah. all through the nose. But then even like going further mm. and sort of like in for six, out for 12 and yeah. playing with it and just yeah. seeing. But if you're listening now, yeah. you know, and just tuning in and seeing if you can slow the breath down, really totally. take conscious breaths. And really sit in the bottom of the breath too. That I space that. Mm. is probably the most peaceful space next to the float tank that you'll ever <laughs> find and it's free it just like you can do it anytime you want to That's just right. you don't need a ton no, of money for this stuff Not you at know all. Yeah. um funny another one of my coaching clients she messaged before and said that she's also she's a therapist and was working with someone who she was sort of saying suggesting some breath work for them and she's mm. like i don't want to do breath work i don't want to mm. do breath work and that that they smoke mm. you know and it's funny that that's, that's breath work um smoking is breath work yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I just said. That's what I said to her. It's funny because it is breathing into the diaphragm yeah. and extending the exhale. Yep. The only thing is you're pumping a whole lot of toxic yeah. chemicals yeah. in with it so as well. So if you can use that exact technique minus the cigarette. Well, that's why smokers feel relaxed. I'm exactly. sure that's what it is. I had this exact conversation with my teenager when she decided she was going to take up smoking. She said, but <gasps> mum, it relaxes me. And I said, because um, I always talk to her about breathing exercises and she always rolls her eyes at me. And um, she we had this conversation and she said, but it relaxes me. And I said, you know, what's relaxing you is that you are doing a controlled breath work. And right. yeah, you're doing exactly what I'm suggesting, except that you're inhaling all this crap. So if we can mm. get rid of that. You keep doing that. Mm-hmm. I actually bought her a, Cam- a Camuso. Um, I think that's how you pronounce it. It's a, a little necklace that you can get and it's got like a little metal tube and it's, it's uh, Japanese and you breathe on that. And so I gave it oh, that. What? To, wow. Yeah, it's really cool. K-U-M-O-S-O, I think it is. Oh, can you I'll remind, I'll put that in yeah. the show notes. Okay, I'll that send you the, really the link. Cool. Yeah, really nice. And they're beautiful piece of jewellery. She lost it. But anyway, um, she said she was using it. <laughs> Teenagers. Uh, she said she was using it. And, and yeah, mm. I, it's and, and people swear by them. So, again, that's a really good alternative to um, – to smoking yeah and look all this breath stuff is amazing especially Mm. there's been so many people that have had COVID as well so yeah you know a good a good solid breath some breath practices during even during even if you've got COVID you know like extending the exhale like grabbing onto those oxygen molecules absolutely Um, and look and I will say too like when I first started doing breath work um I I really didn't like it at first and I found that um it, it did make me feel panicky and mm-hmm. it did, I felt like I, I felt more stressed when I first started it. Yeah. 
And now I just absolutely love it. It takes me to a whole nother place. So if you do try breath work and you don't like it to start with, just keep doing it because it gets better and better and better. Yeah. And just slow it down or pull back. Yeah. There's a breath work course built into my challenge groups, my six week challenge group. My friend, Sam Brown, who's an amazing breath worker, comes in and and teaches the people, the participants, some really, some basic breath work. And I've actually just come off the back of her 21 day course, which is 21 days. It's the third or maybe the fourth time I've done that course. You get up and you do a zoom call at like 615 and it just goes for half an hour and she takes you through some full on breath stuff. Like amazing. And I try and get like a lot of people I work with to Mm -hmm. then go on and do that because it's so complimentary to the, to the recovery process Mm -hmm. and to getting off alcohol is, you know, to work with the breath and to, you know, learning how to kind of befriend your nervous system with your breath and like exactly like what we're talking about, nerding out on this stuff. (laughs) It becomes addictive, doesn't it? It's so fun and it's so much more, you know, it's obviously healthier, but it's so much better for our mental health and, you know, we want to be doing stuff, like I was saying earlier, stuff that fills our cup, not doesn't Absolutely. take from us so and this kind of stuff really adds yeah you know and it, and it's helping us to be the best version of ourselves that we can be mm. and that's different at different times and I think sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves by comparing ourselves to others yeah but it's just being the best us that we can be at that time yeah. whatever that allows us to be and we're so conditioned to survive yeah and flicking that to I know I don't want to survive I want to thrive so that's one yeah. of my favorite things. It's, it's, you know, it's about thriving, not surviving. Absolutely. Yes. On all levels. Yes. It's yeah. all about thriving. That was my word this year was thrive. thrive. I love yeah. it too. Yeah. yeah. I love thriving. Thriving's yeah. the only way. And you obviously you don't drink um, and you've, you were never really a big drinker. Not a, not a really big drinker. No. Um, I think we've touched on this before where um, I, I've always, one, I don't like being stuck somewhere at the end of the night, not being able to get home. Yep. Um, and also um, there's sort of, I guess, a few levels. Um, I've never, I've, I've got an automatic cutoff switch where it, my body knows if you have one more drink, you're going to be sick. And I have this, like I said, it was a phobia. It's probably more of a, it's not exactly a phobia, but um, it's like, it is an anxiety that I have um, around um, of vomiting and so I'm fine if other people are, it's just me. And so that was enough to, I guess, probably stop me from drinking mm-hmm. too much. I have gone through phases where I've um, partied a little bit too hard. But then again, at the, um, I, it's the recovery on the other side. Like I'm, I am a very active person and I like to feel good and I don't, I don't like feeling bad. So when we talk about the comfort zone, my comfort zone is like if I feel um, like I'm only front functioning on two cylinders, which I would if I had a big night drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, I get really annoyed with myself, and um, and I and I don't like it. Yeah. So um, so that's been enough to I guess um, keep me away from alcohol. I mean, I've always had some pretty funny nights, but um, to mm-hmm. me, the next day is not worth it. And for, because you're so healthy, like you were probably yeah. one of the healthiest people I know. <laughs> like, and not just all the the ice bathing and the breath work and the red light therapy and the float tanks, but everything you put into your body. Like mm. I know you were really into mushrooms um, mm. and all those sort of like, I don't know, like everything. Like yeah. you gave yeah. me a list when you were sick oh, to go down right. to the chemist and like to the health food store and yeah. get you like hemp seeds and this and that. And I'm like, what is yeah. she making? Is she but I love, you know, you're so into that. So I couldn't mm. imagine you 
you know, putting that mm. toxin into your body. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I, that. and I think I have always been so body connected. I've always been into sport and, um, and had a very outdoor lifestyle with my family. And so, um, the thought of, of putting anything into my body, like I started studying the body when I was 18. Mm -hmm. So, um, the thought of putting anything actually before that in high school, like I chose, you know, like health science at, at, in high school was the only Mm -hmm. subject I actually liked. And, um, the thought of putting anything into my body that, um, that was going to, um, do it harm Mm -hmm. just didn't sit well with me. So yeah. the thought of even bringing breathing in smoke to me, and I could I would sit there visualizing myself as my lungs, and my little um, oxygen, my little red blood cells coming up to get the oxygen, and then they get met by this smoke and and all the stuff that it's carrying, and going, mm. no, what are we going to do with that? And you know, mm. this was what was going around in my head. So mm. I've obviously had this strange way of thinking for a long time yeah well it's it's true though right like yeah. we are what we put into our bodies so yeah. we want to put good stuff in so without getting yeah. into a full-blown lecture on that yeah. finish yeah. this sentence for me alcohol is destructive yeah yeah i can't think of any yeah i can't think of anything long to like anything good that comes out long term out of drinking yeah and look i've worked i've worked in drug and alcohol as well as a nurse and and just seeing that like really acute end of of substance abuse it's and what it does to people and mm-hmm. how absolutely amazing people feel and the people that they become when they they actually stop like mm. i've had some amazing because obviously i've worked in the rehab side of it and mm. Yeah, just the absolute gratitude when, you know, they've been through a program and, and it's helped and they've come off and they've they've got their life back and it's mm. not controlled by, you know, this substance that should never have had control in the first place. But mm. I mean it's totally understandable why people feel that they that would go there go down there and mm-hmm. um you know, like and I've always had that real understanding and empathy towards the people that I've worked with. So yeah, I I certainly don't don't judge anyone's journey but interestingly enough the these the people that I've worked I've always wanted to know how they you know their journey their story and how they got there and and mm. what led them to want to change change their lives and all of the people that I've I've had that those conversations with have always been the most insightful people that totally. I've ever met because I think that you know it's that hitting the the bottom is makes you realize that that mm. yeah when you when you all you can see is the way up where there is no further to go down yeah. that's when i guess you really that i guess it's the that real gratitude and appreciation for life really kicks in and that's when you really start mm. to to honor it and there's nothing like that clarity that you yeah. get and you wouldn't know what that is until you've really hit it hard on the other yeah. side too so without that yeah. without dark there's no light no. you know i was interviewing josh from the waifs a few weeks ago and he was just talking about that you know, real honoring of your body and that it's yeah. so precious. Yeah, it is. And it really, really is. And this yeah. conversation just reminds me of that even more. Like we're so precious and these bodies are so precious and they're so amazing yeah. and adaptable. Absolutely. And, you know, treat them well. Yeah. Like and it's... treat them well and they will give back like right. a thousandfold. Yeah. So, but yeah, we don't treat our bodies or our minds Mm-hmm. particularly well and and I guess that's like um even the internal dialogue that goes on like yeah. you know if we spoke to our friends the way we speak to ourselves oh, we, we wouldn't have, no have friends. any friends 
<laughs> no, we're horrible to ourselves. Michael Singer talks about that internal roommate. Yes. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, in and The it, Untethered Soul. Yeah. I love that book. Oh, fuck, I love that book so yeah. much. Um, but, yeah, it just talks about, God, imagine if you could just get that <laughs> sitting, on, sitting the on the couch, <laughs> couch next to you and be like, would this person ever shut up? Like, yeah. Yeah, just that connection is yeah. really incredible, and, and yeah, and then bringing it actually back to the um to the tools like the ice bath and and that sort of thing, like the ice bath particularly is that it brings us right back to the present, like it yeah. gets us out of our head, yeah. and and that's that clarity, isn't it? That we spend majority of our time either thinking about something from the past or thinking about something, playing a movie in our head of something that hasn't even happened in the future. Yeah, and the problem with doing that is that. Um, our body physiologically responds exactly as it would if we were in that situation. So, oh, yeah, your subconscious doesn't know, yeah, can't no. differentiate between what's happening and what yeah. you're thinking about. So if yeah. you start creating this really stressful situation in your mind of something that hasn't happened yet, like coming onto a podcast, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was me last week, wasn't it? I was like, oh, my God, oh, my God. But um, it's actually really fun mm. um, that your blood pressure and your heart rate, which are physical, physiological symptoms, right, will go up. Yes. You know, you will start sweating, you'll start shaking, all of these mm-hmm. things as if you're actually in that, mm-hmm. you know, it's in that situation. And it's that's the power of the mind. Yeah. So, Nothing will bring you into the now quicker than, than an ice jumping bath. in an ice bath. Absolutely. Well, it's one of my tools I say to people, if they're yeah. having a serious alcohol craving, get into a cold, cold shower. shower. Yep. If you can't shake it, yep. If, yep. You, if you want to change your state, yep. get into a bloody cold shower. Yeah, even splashing cold water on your face. Yep. is another one. They've yep. shown that that reduces anxiety and depression significantly. Yeah. So icy cold water. Um, so, yeah, like, there is so much, so many simple ways of doing things to, to really start mm. to shift. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but just, yeah, being being more present. I'm starting mm. to ask people now, um, instead of saying, how are you doing? I'm saying, how are you being? What are you being? <laughs> yes. I started this week. <laughs> so I feel free it. to use that, everybody. How, how are you, you being? How are you being, Kathy? Well, you know what? Talking about meditation practice, my brain is just going a million miles an hour at the moment. Mm-hmm. I'm like redoing a few things with the business and the website, mm-hmm. websites. And um, yeah, but you know what? I'm still doing my practice because that's half, that's the thing is is showing up. So even if I sit there for 20 minutes and my brain's just going, it just doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. I still sit there for my 20 minutes. And I might get like a second here and there where I'm like, oh, oh there it is again. Yeah. But I don't beat myself up about it. Yeah. I just, it just is. My brain is just, you know, but if I keep doing it, those little times, those seconds that I get turn into minutes and. That's right. Yeah. And it's all about, let's just say this so much and probably everyone's sick of me <laughs> saying this, but the meditation practice is not about, it's not about not thinking anything. It's about noticing the thoughts. Absolutely. Yeah. Just and, noticing them. Yeah. And just realizing how many there are and, and there's mm. time and that way in those times in your life where your brain is really active. Then it's using other tools like mm-hmm. um, I'll say this and my boyfriend will be like, I said that to you, um, is making lists, getting the stuff out of your head. Mm-hmm. And um, well, That's why journaling is so good. Journaling, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It is. It is. Okay. Um, amazing. Thank you so much. So, Kathy from Total Balance Studio, mm. Total Balance Studio, you can follow you on Instagram. Yep. Um, if anyone lives in the Northern Rivers, Ocean Shores in particular, um, reach out to you, yep. make sure you don't fill yourself up so I can't get in there with Ash. <laughs> Wouldn't dream of it. Uh, but it's just fabulous. Like what you offer is so fantastic. Mm. And I honestly, if you're not in the Northern Rivers, if you're anywhere in this world listening, yeah. um, you know, try and source out someone that does the sort of hot cold therapy yeah. or perhaps they do Wim Hof breathing 
technique and ice yeah. baths, whatever, try and look into that. Google it. I'm sure there'll Definitely. be someone nearby. And if not, just, you know, yeah. put your tap on cold and in you get. Yeah, do it. Let us know how do you it. go. Um, yeah, you're, you know, amazing, Kathy. I could probably do this chat with you 10 times over because you're such a wealth of knowledge and I love talking yeah. to you and I love going to your place and nerding out on all it's your so stuff much fun, isn't You've, it? she's got this new massage chair these two massage chairs and they're not like what you see at the airport and when you told me yeah. you got them I was thinking imagining yeah. those shitty things at the airport that put you back out yeah but holy shit man it was like I was in this thing and it was I'm reclining and it's back and it's covering up all it's heating up and yeah it's, it's incredible. playing music and I'm like oh yeah. I did that a few Saturday nights ago I just went over yeah. and um, that was just beautiful. I mean, yeah. I love that. I can't think of a better way to spend my Saturday night. Yeah. We're <laughs> actually going to open up like a couple of set night sessions where people can come, like particularly couples, because I just mm. don't think that like as a couple, we do things together that are, that are really nurturing. Um, so yeah, so that's, um, that's going to oh. be happening at some stage. Doing that, like it's Ash and I will go and do a, a session at yours, yeah. the hot cold. And it's such a great thing to do for your relationship. Yeah. You know, you like each other more afterwards. Oh, you like each other so much. <laughs> so cute. And you get to pick on their, their willies gone all little. <laughs> and, 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 um, pick on Ash about his like hysterical laughter. Oh, how's Ash? Yeah. You oh, got in there. He was pissing himself laughing. So, and he person. couldn't stop. I know. And you're like, stop it. And he's like, I can't. He was laughing his head off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's funny what comes out. It is. Yeah. Um, anyway, Kathy, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your knowledge. Yeah, it was and fun. Yeah, it was Who'd really have thought good. this would be fun, but it really was. See, podcasting is fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's like getting into a cold bath. Uh, yes, that's fun too. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, you love it. It's a love-hate thing. It's a love-hate thing. Um, awesome, Kathy. If anyone wants to reach out to Kathy, um, all her links will be in the show notes and thank you for coming on and thank you for being my 100th guest. Yay. That's We're exciting. celebrating. We brought out the good tea today as yeah. well. Um, last week, this little podcast yeah. hit <laughs> right up there with your mate, Rich Roll. Yes. Uh, we hit number six on the Australian charts for the iTunes charts for self-improvement. Oh, wow. Which was really cool because right so up there with good. Rich Roll and um, yeah. Gabrielle Bernstein and all you know yeah. some big hitters, so that was really cool. Yeah, there's so many good. Po- Look, I'll, I'll I'll send you a list of the podcasts that I do like because I, of course, when you ask, I can't remember any of them. Yeah, but... that was for Patty. So yeah, send I'll, me them through I'll and I'll send put them, them on the um, show notes yeah, as well. Because I, I do have lots. Any recommendations are good, mm-hmm. and also. For people listening, I've actually got a favour to ask. Mm. For people listening to this podcast, and I you know, get lots of messages from people saying the podcast has changed their life and that they've you know, been able to quit because of it just using the tools on the podcast, which is so fantastic. Um, so if you like the podcast, if you could please go to uh, iTunes and rate and review the podcast if you've got nice things to say and, um, and subscribe. So if you subscribe, you won't miss a beat because sometimes I'll put in extra podcasts. So like perhaps this one is will be a midweek one. So, yeah, just asking everyone if they wouldn't mind going on and, and rating and reviewing this podcast. It helps us to get out there more. Mm. And, um, yeah, that would be awesome. It's a great podcast. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having me, Danny. Thanks, Kathy. Bye. Bye.
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.